The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. We are recording this show on Monday evening, October 14th for the three-game slate on Tuesday, October the 15th. Uh, I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, uh, and I I am uh, solo tonight doing this little three-game slate. My my partners, uh, Michael Apatria and Andrew Hansen, uh, have the night off, so it looks like it is me and all our listeners out there to review this three-game slate. So uh, before we get started here, I want to thank my our uh, presenting sponsor, Fantasy Draft. Uh, they are the only rake-free uh, DFS fantasy site that, that's out there. Um, the only one where you can, whatever you're putting into the contest, you're getting back out. There's no rake. And uh, I would uh, ask you to go to fantasydraft.com, sign up with the promo code code Hoopall, and get a free seven-day membership. And the first thousand dollars in entry fees are covered um, with no rake. So join in with them. Um, they their big contest each week until the NBA gets started a week from uh, tomorrow, which is amazing. Uh, is their uh, Sunday Hooters half a million dollar contest, so you definitely want to jump in there. And then uh, one week from tonight, we'll be talking about Tuesday's opening night of games. I am so fired up. Um, We are continuing to grind hard on this wonderful preseason slate. Uh, Victory uh, profits nine of the first ten nights. And uh, currently sweating these last couple of games this evening. Uh, Actually, there's three of them going on. Sacramento, Utah, Denver, Phoenix, and Golden State Lakers have a couple of key guys in those games uh, trying to uh, hit hit a couple of really nice things on uh, the the two sites that are offering uh, NBA preseason right now, which which are, are Draft Kings and FanDuel. So, uh, looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully uh, getting s- some more bankroll built up and some momentum uh, for the start of this season next week. Um, all right, um, first game on the docket tomorrow is Boston at Cleveland. It is a seven o'clock Eastern, six Central starting time. So that is the lock for the three game slate uh, so you want to you know listen to this uh, in the morning on the way to work uh, at lunchtime whenever you have the opportunity start building that lineup um, you know we, we want to bring you this uh, early so that you have a chance and you're not trying to race to get uh, a lineup in at the last minute and take the chance of making any mistakes so um, Boston Celtics we will look at this and they've got a couple of people out. Uh, Romeo Langford, the rookie, still out. And Jason Tatum did not make the trip to Cleveland. He has 
some kind of bug, uh, nothing, no injury wise, but he wasn't feeling well and uh, we'll sit this one out. Um, it's interesting because the Boston uh, Cleveland game la the other night was played in Boston and that was the game where Cleveland was just abysmal beyond even the idea of abysmal. They, they lost the game by almost 50 points and just looked horrific. Uh, hopefully they'll bounce back a little bit and be a little bit more competitive uh, in this game. But, uh, man, I, I had had uh, also had um, the, uh, a couple of guys from Cleveland that just didn't do a thing, including, um, unfortunately, uh, uh, my my point guard man there that just couldn't get anything done. In fact, he had seven turnovers in the first half, uh, Colin Sexton, and I had him plug and play in all of my lineups. So I don't know what the deal is there. I don't know why he had such a, a terrible, terrible game. Um, I'm not going to go back to him. I don't have the guts to do it, uh, especially you know when Marcus Smart comes in or starts. He came in off the bench. You know, he's such a great lockdown defender. I just have zero confidence uh, in, in that. So I'll start off with Boston um, and look at their side first. Uh, there's two specific plays I like here, uh, Jalen Brown and Gordon Hayward. I think they'll both get minutes in the mid-20s. Um, I, I like their upside in this matchup with Cleveland being so young and uh, not good defensively. And I think with, uh, you know, with Tatum sitting out, and I'm sure they'll be a little easier on Kemba minutes-wise, uh, that uh, Hayward and, and uh, Brown can shine. So th I'm going to start there with those two Boston players. Um, Carson Edwards, for what it's worth, has done a, a hell of a job this preseason off the bench at the point. I think he's definitely earned a spot on this team. Uh, you know, he's the the small 5'10 guy from Purdue that lit up the NCAA last year uh, that everybody passed on in the draft, uh, basically. And uh, he's carving his position in the league. So good for good for him. And you know, if you if you feel you want to you know make a contrarian play with him if he's going to get uh, quite a few minutes. Uh, in Kemba, when Kemba sits, uh, you certainly can look at him. But I'm going to stay focused with Hayward and Brown. On the Cleveland side of the ball, like I said, you know, watching that whole Boston-Cleveland game uh, in shock of how bad Cleveland was, um, I am steering clear of most of their guys. It just – Jetty Osmond looked really, really bad. Um, like I said, Sexton had the worst game you could ever imagine. Della Vadova looked bad. Uh, Garland was dinged up. Clarkson was just okay. Uh, and Brandon, you know, they Brandon Knight, they rotate a lot of guards. So I pass there. Uh, Tristan Thompson is going to be the direction I go in this game. Uh, he sat out the last game for rest. Um, they certainly need him uh, to contribute to even – you know, not make this not a laughable game like the last one. Um, 
Um, I'm going to fade Larry Nance. He had an extended run because, you know, Thompson rested, Zizic and Henson are out, and so they had almost no four and five men. So he got a little extra run that I think uh, Thompson will probably uh, grab. Um, Jarrell Martin was a guy that, you know, could get some run at the big. He started the last game with Thompson out and, and did pretty well. He was he held his own, but I'm going to stick with Tristan Thompson, and he, he's going to be my solo Cleveland uh, guy for this game. Kevin Love also sat out the last game, and he could be back, but for his price tag, you know, he's he's only been getting like 12 to 15 minutes. Uh, I just, I can't uh, take that chance. You know, the, the minutes equal money, and I just don't feel comfortable with it. So, all right, that is game, game one in the books, and we go to game two. The Minnesota Timberwolves at the Indiana Pacers. Uh, that is the second game on the board. Um you know, it's, this should be uh, a definitely uh, an interesting game. Uh, Minnesota has not uh, played well or, or looked solid in the preseason. They're still trying, trying to figure out exactly, I think, you know, what their rotation is going to be. Uh, you know, I have I've steered clear and will continue to steer clear of Jeff Teague. You know, Andrew Wiggins, uh, those veteran guys that know you know their roles and are, are pretty much locked in uh, I just don't see them getting enough minutes Shabazz, Shabazz Napier's had, had a, a really really good preseason and can be you know could be a nice uh, nice play here uh, just because he's been consistent he's you know he's cheap and he's gotten the job done um, you know and there's not a ton of point guard play uh, in this on this three-game slate. So Shabazz could make my lineup. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to put him in a GPP for sure. Not sure if he'll make my, my cash lineup, though. Um, another guy that it's been hit or miss uh, is Jake Lehman, and alongside of him, Jared Culver. Those two guys have really been battling it out for, you know, who's going to get uh, some solid minutes or maybe even start uh, when the race their season rolls around, and I think those two guys are both in play. I think they'll both get, uh, you know, mid-20s minutes. They both played decently. Uh, Lehman is not shy. He's going to let the ball fly. He had 20 real points uh, in, in the last preseason game, um, and Culver's looked good, too. I think he's he looks like a solid, solid two-way player. Um, I'm probably going to lean towards Culver. Um, but certainly we'll consider both both of them. I think Culver takes a step forward uh, in this game. Uh, Robert Covington has been a guy I've looked at. You know, he's coming back from the knee injury that kept him out a big portion of last year. Uh, he's he's looked average. You know, I think he's kicking off the rust. It's, it's a process. Um, he did say his knee feels perfectly fine. And, uh, you know, he's good to go, but obviously they're going to be protective of his minutes in preseason, which which makes him uh, a pass in this game. Um, you know, Cat is Cat. Um, it's hard to not say play Cat in, in any situation. Um, 
you know, Indiana's bigs are pretty good defensively with Turner and, and Sabonis. Uh, and, uh, you know, those guys do, do a nice job defensively against centers. So, you know, I'm not sure how much run Cat gets, but he will be in some of my lineups. You know, it's going to be hard to spend all your salary. Again, in a preseason slate and in a three-game slate, more than likely just don't even want to look at the salary because it's not going to come into play. And you don't want to jam guys in just to use salary just for the fact of using salary. So, you know, uh, the Minnesota side of the ball, I definitely can see myself using Napier, uh, Culver, and Cat in some type of two out of three rotation uh, with the Minnesota guys. So that's that's where I stand with the T-Wolves. On the other side of the ball, we've got the Pacers. Um, you know, the Pacers are settling into their rotation. I think they, they know pretty much who they want to play and how that uh, how that's going to fly. Um, I, I have no problem taking Malcolm Brogdon. He's just such a good DFS per minutes guy. He gets a lot of rebounds for a guard. He, he The assists are always there. His shooting percentage is good. So he's going to knock down some shots. Uh, and and he's, he delivers the ball well. So Brogdon will be a guy that I go to a lot this season in the regular season. And I'm not afraid to go to him here uh, in in what I'm expecting to be in the, the low to mid-20s of minutes. So that, that's one guy I really like. Um, the other guy I'm, I'm leaning towards in this game is TJ Warren. Uh, he's had a couple of solid preseason games. He's really carving out his spot in this lineup. You know, it looks as though their starters are going to be, uh, for the season, are going to be Brogdon, Lamb, Warren, Sabonis, and Turner. And then, you know, they've got a, a, a nice uh, couple of subs off the bench, you know, uh, that, that will give them a good rotation. But I'm going to really be on the Pacers a lot this year. I think uh, you're going to see a big difference in pace up from what they did last year. When, you know, Collison and, and Oladipo was a lot more of, you know, pounding the dribble. I think they're going to push the ball, look for the open guy, spot up. And, you know, with Sabonis and Turner in there together, uh, they'll be slicing and dicing the paint, really opening up the perimeter uh, for their spot up shooters, which plays right into the hand uh, of Warren and Lamb and Brogdon, uh, for that matter. Um, another guy that's done real well off the bench for them this preseason is Aaron Holiday. Um, they also have T.J. McConnell. You know, those guys uh, have done a nice job splitting up the, the backup minutes. But I'm focusing on Brogdon and Warren in this game. Uh, I'm not going to look at the bigs just because I think uh, they'll do some rotation there of, of guys. I don't think they're going to get big minutes for Sabonis and Turner. Um, it look, looks like Goga Batazdi, however you pronounce that last name, their rookie center uh, is going to get his first uh, run. He'll probably only get like 15 minutes, but that'll cut into uh, the big guys' uh, uh, run as well. So uh, 
Jakar Sampson has been getting quite a bit of run also as a backup there with the big. So I'm sticking, like I say, with Malcolm Brogdon and TJ Warren. All right, two down, one to go. Uh, flying through here without uh, a pottery on here to slow me down. I can get it done, man. See, that's always got to take at least one pot shot at poor Michael when he's defenseless. But uh, anyway, that's that's where we stand there. Now, a couple of things. Again, I just want to thank uh, Hoopal and, uh, and my man Dan Vespers for, you know, really technically putting all this show together and getting it out there and, and pushed out on red circle so that you know it, it gets out there every day we're you know we're the best in my opinion i and i feel strongly about it we're the best seven day nba dfs free content out there uh everywhere podcasts can be found so you know uh, it's it's an awesome thing and you know please take the time if you can when you look us up and listen to us you know we're on itunes Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube, everywhere like podcasts can be found. We're there. Uh, we're getting a ton of you know listens on YouTube specifically, uh, and and iTunes as well. You know, please five star it, likes, positive reviews, comments, anything you can to uh, help boost up our our ratings, get us a little bit more on those searches. And uh, and really make our sponsors happy. I mean, if, if it weren't for Hoopball and for Fantasy Draft, we would not be doing a show, um, or it would be behind some expensive paywall on on one of those sites. So uh, please uh, follow those. You know, get on there and and give us some positive feedback and listen in uh, seven days a week. A um, couple other things. Uh, what you want to do for sure with the advantage of doing this game the night before and putting it out there, it gives you the full day to look at the slate and start um, really making your strategy and putting your, your lineup in play. The only thing that you have to do, though, is you got to follow up and watch the moves that take place that next day as far as who's sitting, who's injured, you know, who's getting a load management day. Etc. And you can do that by following at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter, which we have a great team behind us that'll be putting blurbs and updates out there constantly. Or you can uh, certainly follow and listen and watch and uh, you know send messages and do whatever with the three of us that do the DFS show uh, because we're going to be tweeting and watching and uh, putting information out there all the way up until lock. Um, you can find me at Joe Sarvati. That's J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Uh, you can find Mike Apatry at M at M-I-K-E-A-P-O-R-T. Wait, I, I did that wrong. Michael's not here and I screwed it up. It's at Mike Apatry, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. Or our, our man, Andrew, uh, he, he's at language olympic that's just like it sounds no no s on the end language olympic so you know look the three of us up send us messages also well you know if you like the show or you have recommendations or suggestions or questions 
um, you know, we're going to really, uh, as the, the regular season gets started, trying to incorporate, we're going to try to incorporate a, a couple of those questions into the shows, uh, you know, that, you know, obviously, you know, when we're not doing a live show, it, it may not be uh, the instant feedback thing. But for those people that are look, looking for, example, you know, what site to, to play on or what who has specific kind of contests or if there's, you know, different rules and scoring. And, and you really need to be aware of all of those things because they're different on every site. You know, you, some of the sites uh, like Fantasy Draft and, and FanDuel uh, do not have any late swap. It's going to lock at, at that first lock for the main slate. You know, the other couple of main ones, DraftKings, Yahoo, those have uh, late swaps, so it's it's a different ballgame. So all of those pieces, you know, with one week left in the season, uh, or I'm sorry, in the preseason, you want to sort of get that strategy. Where are you playing? What sites? How, you know, what are those scoring rules? You know, and how all that's going to fall into place for you, you know, so that you, you know exactly what you're doing. Because... You don't want to blindly throw anything in there. You don't want to, you know, just take one lineup, start at the same lineup in GPP and cash on three different sites because you're setting yourself up for disaster there. It's just not going to work. So put in the time, the preparation, um, and know exactly what you're playing. Figure out your bankroll management, and it's going to help you uh, be a, a winner full season-wise. I mean, I've... Uh, turned a really, really solid profit five years in a row in DFS. And, and again, it's with meticulous preparation. You know, success occurs when opportunity meets preparation. That's been the motto we started talking about in the first preseason show that we did uh, prior to even the preseason game starting. And, you know, that's why I, you know, I put in the hours at you know, watching Summer League in Vegas and watching FIBA and, and watching – the draft and free agency. I mean, I'm really wanting to share all that information as is Mike and Andrew and our team uh, with you and absorb that, take it in. You know, that's going to make a difference when we really get started here. You know, also all of our shows are available uh, that we've done this season thus far. We did a, a really in-depth three-week uh, study uh, it was a three part study i'm sorry over a three-week period of time where we looked at every single team and pretty much every player and how, how this season was going to shape up for them from a dfs perspective so if you have the time go back and listen to those this week uh, they're long i mean they're like an hour and a half each but it, it'll give you a nice little jump start if you're really trying to get a hundred percent you know, prepared and ready to go. And you can't over-prepare, believe me. Uh, you know, you know uh, somebody out there, you know, if you're playing some big head-to-heads or some, you know, uh, short uh, five- or ten-man 50-50s, you know, where you need to, to get it through, you know, you got a lot of sharks in there. you got a lot of guys that are preparing. So don't get caught short. Get prepared. Get ready. Listen to us every day. And let's let's you know just have a, a, a giant successful season in NBA DFS. All right, we're gonna finish up third game and final game. Detroit Pistons at Philadelphia 76ers. 
Um, I am going to start my build uh, from this game with, with Blake Griffin. He sat out the last game just strictly for rest. He's looked really good in the preseason. He's healthy. And, you know, Drummond's logged a, a ton of minutes in the preseason. I do not have the actual true statistic, but I would not be surprised if he was not one of the highest minutes played preseason thus far. I will do some research on that. But that being said, I, I really like Blake Griffin, and I also like Christian Wood in this game. You know, Wood always is a terrific DFS player uh, as far as uh, DFS points per minute, and he's trying to solidify his place on this team. Uh, They're talk, talking about, you know, whether he's going to make it or not, and if he does, if he's going to have a role uh, off the bench or just be a periphery guy that, that, that rides the bench. So I think Wood takes advantage of the minutes he gets in there. Uh, I like Blake Griffin as, you know, one of the, the star key guys on the slate. And those are the only two guys I'm focusing on. You know, their guard play has been just a massive amount of rotation, you know, with, in the preseason with Jackson, Rose, Brown, Kennard, Galloway, uh, Snell, right on down the line. So uh, I'm looking big with Griffin and, and Christian Wood uh, from the Detroit side of the ball. On the other side, uh, and the final team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the news is tomorrow on who's going to play, who's going to rest, and how all of that's going to play out. I can tell you that the one guy I'm definitely, definitely going to play is Ben Simmons. He sat out the last game for rest. And again, you know, he's a triple-double in, in a half of basketball, generally threat at any moment. So, he is going to be in my early builds uh, as well. So Ben Simmons is 100% lock and load play for me. Um, as far as the other guys, I'm not exactly sure what that rotation is going to be. I think that we will get news uh, that comes out on you know who's who's sitting and who's playing. So uh, I think you got to wait and see what that situation is. Um, Embiid obviously. If he plays, which I don't know after just playing the other, you know, the other day, if he will, he's certainly a, probably a candidate to sit or play limited minutes. So that, you know, is a bit of a concern. Um, you know, I, I'd say at this point, uh, listen, to, look at the blurbs, follow our tweets, and then based on, you know, how that's going to work with uh, really the, for me, the three, four, five spot. Uh, you know, at that point, once we know who's in, who's out, you can consider uh, a Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Joel Embiid, Mike Scott even becomes a play if, you know, the uh, two of those guys are out, let's say. Um, you know, if for some reason they sit Horford and Embiid, then then, then you got to look at possibly Kyle O'Quinn as, as a big, big that will get a lot of minutes. So um, it's hard to really reference and recommend this game very much until we know those parts. Uh, the one that I do know is Ben Simmons, and that's who I'm going to uh, recommend on that side of the ball. So that's it. Uh, very, very tidy, quick show tonight with a three-game slate. We've got uh, after 
after that slate, there's only three more days of preseason. Hard to believe. Uh, Wednesday night is a six-game slate. Thursday, five games. And Friday, six games. And then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday is dark. And Tuesday is the opening night tip. So that is coming up super, super quick. So um, I will be back tomorrow night to go over the six-game slate with Michael Apatria uh, for uh, the the next day out. So good stuff. I think that's it. Um, again, look us up on Twitter at Joe Sarvati, at Mike Apatria, at Language Olympic, and at Hoopball Fantasy. And uh, let's you know let's continue to crush. I'm going to be looking here shortly. I'm going to gander over live on the air here just to see because I have Steph Curry in there. I want to see if he's getting the minutes he's supposed to get with all the other guys sitting out. So I'm going to get this. This can be live reaction. Okay. He's uh, got 11 points, uh, one rebound, one assist. Uh, So that's not that great. I'm hoping he picks that up in the second half. But this is really a garbage game um, they're they're playing a lot of uh i mean if you look at who the lakers are playing you gotta love preseason they've got uh dudley dwight howard zach norvell jr caruso and demetrius jackson in there how's that for a super stud lineup all right guys and gals that is it for tonight um i really thank you for joining us on hoopball nba dfs today uh, in absentia for Mike Apatria and Andrew Hansen, I'm Coach, and we will catch you tomorrow for another day where we're just going to crush it in NBA DFS. Good night, and have a good one. Thank you. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.